0: Hello and welcome back or welcome to the Yoga Off the Mat podcast with Amber Hagberg for episode number 14. I'm really excited today to dive into two topics that have been really alive and present within the Live Your Yoga Mentorship. So if you're uncertain or unsure about the Live Your Yoga Mentorship, this is a way in which you can live your life, a yoga lifestyle. How can I take my personal yoga practice of prioritizing my health, my breath, movement, and the foods that I eat to live a better life so that when I get off of my mat, when I quit meditating, I can be a better mom, a better wife, a better human, show up in my career and in my life fulfilled, purposeful, passionful, and enjoying my life from a place of fullness. What's been coming up? Mm, Something that comes up quite often in everyone's lives because we need it and we have to have it. This is money. And the other thing that we're going to weave into there is a yogic philosophy or yogic term, itcha. Itcha shakti, itcha being free will or desire. I want to weave these two together as when we're in the Live Your Yoga mentorship, we talk a lot about manifesting our dreams, using our mind to call or pull in as like a magnitude of energy towards us. And then at the same time, we have to look at our mindset because if the mindset is not in alignment with what you want in your life, it's going to be really hard to become magnetic and pull that energy towards you almost like Effortlessly, if you think about two magnets that just migrate towards one another and just seep to one another, and so we dive in. First things first, I want to share with you when I ask this question on my personal Facebook page, I want to share with you the answers and then I want to dive into and pick your brains in a way that allows you to think. So, you may want to have a journal handy. This is money mindset. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about money and or think about money and creating wealth? These are the responses that I got. Work, abundance. They're not the same thing. You can have wealth and no money. However, money always stresses me. No matter how much I have, I never have enough knowledge and freedom inequality divisionness corruptive stressor I'm trying hard to manifest that comes to mind these are some of the responses I got I'm going to keep going freedom contentment stability and freedom eating good food Whatever you want every day. To me, that's what it means to be wealthy. I don't have it. Comfort, freedom, and ease. Time. Mindset. Lakshmi. Headaches and stress. Pleasure. Super long work hours. Giving up family for false sense of happiness that there is never enough and that you need to work hard. Mm. And I'm going to stop there because we've gotten a handful of different spaces and places to dive into. For example, if you think that there's never enough money and that you have to work hard to get it, how can you become a magnetical energy to attract money? If you think you have to work long hours and give up your family for ha- like something that doesn't bring you happiness, how are you ever going to have itcha, a strong desire to cultivate wealth? The reason I bring this up is because one of the women in my program was diving in and asking me these questions like, why is it that the only way... I can have the money I need to pay our bills as if I do a job that sucks my soul. She's like, no matter what I do, I get to this point and I don't have enough to pay my bills unless I say yes to things that I, I hate, things that I don't want to do, things that just rip the life out of me. And I was like, okay, like let's get on a group call tonight and we'll do some money mindset work. And the first question that I ask is, what values do you have around money and what are some things that you were told growing up as a kid? So what are some values that you put around money and what are some things that you were taught as a kid? And these are some different ideas that came up on the call like money doesn't have value, money is power, money means being greedy If you think that money means means that you're greedy, money means having power over people, or money doesn't have value, are you ever going to have itcha? Are you ever going to have a desire to cultivate more money? I don't think so. And what happened when we had this conversation, when we journaled about it, it's like, wow, I didn't know I had those thoughts about money. I had no idea that I didn't think money had value because now I'm asking myself, if money has no value, then what does my house mean? If money has no value, then why did I financially invest in this course and in my personal development? And we really got to dig deeper into those and it's like, oh, that's why I can't make enough money to pay my bills because I think that money doesn't have value. And this could be a really good question for you and you can check out the show notes later because I'm going to put it into a PDF, some questions and some journaling that you can do for yourself. But what value do you give money? Is your thought about money that it's a headache and stress that you have to work a lot? Or on the other hand, do you think that money is a good thing to have? Like if you have an abundance of money, You can take personal development courses, you can invest in organic produce, you can take your family on vacations, you're able to work less hours and make more money. Which one supports you more? Which itcha, desire, is going to allow you to want more money? Knowing that money brings freedom. Freedom to choose the healthy route. Freedom to pay for the personal trainer. Freedom to put your kids through private school if you choose. And so let's look at the other question. What thoughts, beliefs, and ideas did you grow up with? And I'll share a few of mine and a couple that we brought up in the mentorship. Money doesn't grow on trees. Hack that right now. Money is paper and it does grow on trees. You have to work hard for money. Save now so that you can live your life later. We can't afford that. That's too expensive. Those were words I heard all of the time. We can't afford that. That's too expensive. Money doesn't grow on trees. I grew up thinking that money was a negative thing. I didn't want money. I was like, no, definitely not. And especially coming from my own personal experience, when uh, my dad died, I was 17, and my stepmom took my dad and all of his money. She took his restaurant, all of his life insurance, and the money that she owed my grandfather, millions of dollars, and left my sister and I with nothing. And I got to a point where I didn't need money. Money didn't make me happy and she had all the money in the world and she's still miserable. What did that teach me? That money didn't mean anything. I don't need money to be happy where she thought she did and she still wasn't. Then I didn't want money. So what was I doing? I wasn't calling upon money. I was like, nope, money is for greedy people. Money is for people that think they're going to get happy and then they can't get happy. And I had to work through my own mindset crap and see that that was what was holding me back. And then what I realized was my itcha, my strong desire began to manifest to have more money. Not because I wanted this more money for me. I wanted to be able to donate to to organizations around the world to look at cancer research to help the planet and global warming to fund animals and give back to schools give back to children and so i started to think you know what if i have a lot of money i can have a greater impact i can donate to organizations around the world and my money means something because i can do something with it and so it's okay to have itcha and desire and want to be filthy wealthy rich and not need it for yourself but we can't have itcha We can't have a desire for something. We can't magnify something closer to us if we don't believe in it. If you're like, I want to make more money. I want to make money doing what I love. I want to make money doing what I love and being able to spend time with my kids and have more than enough. That's your itch that's your desire. But underneath that desire... There's this belief that money doesn't have value. There's this belief that money means you're greedy. There's this belief underneath that money is wrong, that is bad. You can't itch your way to it. You can't manifest your way to it. There's always going to be a roadblock and that's your mind. That's the mindset. We need to do deep mindset work and I find this a lot with women. We don't feel like we deserve it. We look at money as something that men have and men take power for or with. Sorry, men, if you're listening, this is just the societal. And I know that this is for women as well. But what we have to look at is mindset around money. So my question to you now is, what could you do if you had tons of money? More time with your children, healthier food on the table, ability to donate, no more stress and no more worries, no more arguments with your husband. What would you do if you had an abundance of money? And how can you rewrite that story, especially if you have kids? This is such an important topic. Because one thing that I was telling my boyfriend is if we have billions and millions of dollars out in the world, why is it that some people have a whole crap ton of it because they had itcha. They had desire. A strong will to manifest more money. And they were willing to do whatever it took to get it. One thing a coach told me that really helped me was was two things. Money doesn't make you a bad person. Money only amplifies the person that you are. And I'm going to say that again because I think it's really powerful, really potent. Money doesn't change who you are. It only magnifies who you are. So if you're a selfie, greedish person, you're a selfie, greedy person, you're going to become more selfish and more greedy. But if you're a kind, loving, we are all one yogi, really caring about human and mankind and coming together in community, more money means more impact. More money means you're going to do better. More money means that you're going to give back. So as yogis on this path, us living this yogic lifestyle where the relationship that you're building with yourself is... For your sankalpa, your intention to be a better human in this world, to show up more present and more aware in your relationships. Don't we want those type of people to manifest more money? So how can we get rid of some of those mindset beliefs that we've been given, that we've been conditioned, that are keeping us where we are? Money stresses me out. I have to work hard for it. Inequality, stress, work, time. Become aware. That's the yoga practice. Become aware with your mindset around money. And it's not just the first few things that come to mind when you journal about it or you think about it. We need to go back, back to when you were born and all the things that you learned around money. Did your parents pay the bills on time or were they fighting to pay the bills? Did your parents give you an allowance and you had to work for your money and then you saved it or then you just spent it? When you went to work and you started working and collecting money, was it like money came in and it went out immediately? Or were you able to save it, compound it, and create more wealth for yourself so that your money worked for you rather than your money, you needing to work for your money? Because we can have our money work for us. How exciting is that, right? Where you actually don't have to do anything, but your money makes you more money. When I was in lockdown in India, a couple of things that I studied was financial freedom. How can I become free of finances? So it's not just fighting to pay the bills, but I could actually be able to have a bigger impact. And the first thing that I learned was saving 10% if that sounds like a lot, um, otherwise 20%, as quickly as you can get to 20%. So this is how it works. You get a paycheck or you run a business and you pay yourself. No matter what, you take 10%, if you can, 20%, and get to 20 as quickly as possible. You may be in a space right now where you're like, Amber, I can't, that's impossible. My invitation for you is to take 5%, And imagine that it was never yours and put it somewhere. Put it in a bank account, in a savings account, something that you can't touch. And every single time you make money and you receive money, take 5 to 20% and put it in the bank, hide it, get rid of it, forget about it. Eventually, what I want you to do is, is take that money and put it into a CD, a stock, a bond, Cryptocurrency, if you believe in it, something that's going to allow you to create more money with your money. Over time, you know, data, research, studies show that the stock market will give you anywhere from, you know, 7 to 12%. I think right now in 2021, we're looking more at 7% interest. Put your money in something that you believe in. How to start investing, how to start putting your money into stocks or bonds. What are your values? what do you believe in and you want to put your money there some of the things that i really believe in is renewable energy i want to invest in electrical cars and things that are going to do the earth better because i believe that's our future right because if we don't start to care for her now if we don't start to use the human mind to create things that don't destroy the earth but actually give back to the earth, that's our future. That's where I'm going to invest my money. And so 5 to 20% take that money and put it in a savings account. And as quickly as you can, take that money and invest it. That money's going to make you more money. But before you do that, I want you to ask yourself, How much money do you need to have in the bank where you could live without working for six months? How much money do you want to put in the bank so that you could live without working for six months? You got to generate and create that number. That number is always going to stay in your savings account. Once you hit that number, all the money that you create wealth, that you create over that number of six months, put it into a stock, put it into a bond, put it into something that you believe in. And that money is gonna make you money without you having to do anything at all. Why is this living yoga? Because you are bringing your awareness to taking care of yourself and your health and generating wealth where you don't have to be working and using your time energy and resources to generate more money and when you create financial freedom financial stability you won't be stressed out worrying about how am i going to pay for healthy food How am I going to get the bills paid? How am I going to get my kids sent to college? That stress that causes you to react, to worry, to take out your fear on other people is now the root chakra, which root chakra is financial security, emotional health, physical health, and something that we'll dive into in another podcast. But first things first when it comes to creating a yogic lifestyle is creating financial stability so that you can afford to live the life you desire to live free of stress and attachment to this idea. But none of this is going to work unless you do two things. Two things. First, look at your money mindset. Look at the value that you put upon money. Look at what you've been conditioned to believe and choose. Do you want to continue believing those things? And if not, how? What do you want to believe around money? And what will you do if you have an abundance of money? And then, number two, itcha, a strong desire to become insanely wealthy where your money works for you rather than you work for your money. But before you dive into itcha, desire for money, I want you to ask yourself, what will you do with money? And if you have an abundance of money, what impact can you have? How will that change your life? How will that change the life of those around you, the community, and hopefully the world as well? And once you work on mindset, once you have that strong itch, a desire for creating wealth, then begin to create a plan. Six months. How much in six months do you need to save, put away in your your bank account and forget? And from there, take the savings that grows over that six months and begin to invest it in things that you believe in and keep it there. Forget about it. And this all begins with saving 5 to 20% of your income as quickly as possible. But before you do that, look at your mindset and create a strong desire for it. What this will do for you is give you the freedom to focus on your health for you, your family, and those around you. I really love this topic because I've done so much work around it and I've seen the impact that it has. If you're like, Amber, I want more, two things. Number one, I'm going to put a PDF just reminding you and guiding you through everything that I gave you in this jam-packed podcast here. And number two, read this book that really changed my life, Think and Grow Rich. I, if you're a woman, recommend reading Think and Grow Rich for Women because it's written from a woman in a woman's perspective. And I think that it's really nice. I I really like that view. Um, And I told you two things, but third one is consider reaching out to me, joining my Facebook group, Live Your Yoga Community, or coming onto my website, AmberHagberg.com. And seeing if the Live Your Yoga mentorship is a good fit for you. If you're someone that really wants to prioritize your health, your wealth, and get back into the driver's seat of your car where you're eating well, you have a great relationship with food, you're exercising, moving your body, you're optimizing your relationship and personal development with you so that you can have a bigger impact on other people, reach out to me. Those are a couple of things that you can do from here. If you really enjoy this podcast, you got loads of benefit, um, loads of value, and really can see yourself implementing these strategies. Please, please share, get this information out there to other women and people in your world that could benefit from starting this practice. Because I deserve that. We, I believe that we all deserve to be so unbelievably wealthy, happy, and committed to our health and success from a place of financial security but we got to look at the itcha. What I want to do now is just dive into a guided meditation to allow you to feel the energy of what it would be like to be wealthy. So, as you're ready, find your way into a seat. Settle into your space. Knees are bent. Feet on the ground or knees bent and one ankle in front of the other in Siddhasana. Place your hands onto your thighs and for this one, palms face up, point your finger and thumb together to touch. From your hips through the shoulders, lengthen through the sides of your body and draw your shoulder blades towards the spine. Tuck your chin slightly and begin to draw the awareness to your breath the space above your upper lip, below your nostrils. Breathe in and out. As you settle into this space, awareness above your upper lip, below your nostrils, watch your breath. Just observe how you feel. this centering place bring your awareness now to what would you do imagine your life right now and you have a million dollars in your bank account what would you do what would you buy what would you take care of and in your mind's eye i want you to imagine spending, investing, donating, and using this money in any way your heart desires. How do you feel? How much are you donating? How much are you investing? How much are you saving? And when you think about this number, when you think about what's happening, how does it make you feel? Is there doubt or is there a really big grin on your face and joy? What's coming to mind? And how is it making you feel as you disperse this million dollars now? You can continue to stay here. Feeling it in your body. And when you're ready to close, bring your hands onto your stomach. This is the power. This is desire. This is your will. So perhaps now you make that strong desire, itcha, to manifest and magnify an abundance of money and wealth to you. And as you take a big breath, so it is, exhale out. Releasing the hands, opening the eyes. And if you can, continue to do this on a daily basis. Journal, meditate, and call it in through chakti. Cultivate a strong desire to become healthy, wealthy, and rich. And know that you deserve it. And if it's a desire for you, it's coming. I will leave the PDF of these practices and journal questions for you in the show notes, and I will see you in the next episode. And I want to thank you. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to this podcast. It's an honor to know that people are listening and gaining value while generating their own insights. For more actionable tools and practices, head over to my Facebook group, www.facebook.com groups slash yoga for inner peace to learn more practices that you can put into your toolbox to reduce stress, build confidence, and create a community of other women who are like you, wanting to better their lives, to better their communities. Thank you again for being here. And if you're on social, post a photo of you listening to this and tag me, Amber Hagberg, so we can hang out online and continue growing this relationship first from the inside and then from the outside. I'll see you on the next episode.